0: Future Talk This is Future Talk with Omiel Saleh and Henny Balkas Welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse95 ladies and gentlemen it is Tuesday hope you guys are having a great week now before we get into it I just want to you know talk a little bit okay make it a little <laughs> bit personal so there's a recent meme going around right and yeah. The meme goes by, it's a white, you know, background, and the meme has text on it. and says, uh, me eating, and then my white shirt, let me have some. <laughs> right? So I've been reading this meme for like three or four days now. I've been seeing it <laughs> circulating on the internet. And before we go live, I'm drinking yeah. my black coffee.
1: And <laughs> Guys, it it's spills. Five, it's five seconds before we go live. Before
0: we go live, five seconds, I spilled the black coffee on my white shirt. <laughs> Law of attraction, ladies and gentlemen. If you you think it, if you believe it, it happens.
1: Yes, indeed. Hope you're all having a great afternoon. One that does not involve coffee coming or getting on your ch- on your shirt. We are so excited to be with you today on yet another episode of Future Talk, bringing you the latest on what is happening in the tech world, in the UAE and all around the world. Today, we're going to get busy talking about Facebook drama once again, because Facebook is putting Instagram kids on hold. And this is all because of the criticism that they have been receiving regarding launching an app that is only catered for the youth, for young kids who want to have an Instagram account, yet who parents are worried about the content that they're going to be seeing on it.
0: Yes, and we're also talking about Apple's new iPhone and how it's taking longer to reach customers. And I wonder why. Even though, actually, I was surprised because I know a couple of people who, who received have, it, who have pre-ordered their iPhone, mm. haven't gotten it yet. And my cousin the other day, I called him. I was like, Yeah. He's like, Yeah, I just went and I got the iPhone from uh, Dubai Mall, and I'm back home. I'm like, What? what? Like people that were- quick?
1: People were lining up yeah. at 1 a.m. when it was him. ready for pre-order. And I told him, I'm like, how did you get it that quick? He's like, it was empty.
0: What? And he said, I said, did you pre-order it? He's like, I mean, I didn't pay anything. I just said I want this phone, and that was it.
1: Is he sure he got an iPhone 13, or is it just the iPhone 12, and he mistakenly thought he it's got a 13?
0: It. That's crazy, man. So, I mean, I'm surprised that new iPhones are taking a little bit longer to reach customers.
1: Yes, indeed. Coming up on today's show, we're also gonna be talking about the jealousy that's been going on between Zoom and Microsoft Teams because Microsoft Teams has launched a couple of new features that will help people kind of feel more inclined to use it whenever they're talking to their friends and families who live abroad, or even if you're still studying from home, working from home, microsoft teams basically wants to lure more customers than zoom and they may just be able to do that with these latest features
0: yes and we're also talking about amazon and how their shops are going to feature qr code driven fitting rooms now what does that mean well we're going to kind of have a in detail explanation in just a bit
1: yes indeed and if you are planning to buy the iphone 13 yet again one more disappointment because If you break your iPhone 13 and you go to anyone apart from Apple to fix that phone, guess what? Your face ID may just never work the way it used to because the iPhones will now recognize that the parts within the phone are not originally Apple. How does that work? And are our iPhones getting a little smarter than we want them to? you got to stay tuned to find out more about it. FALSE 95. Daily digital
0: news. Bits and bytes connect our world.
1: A couple of weeks ago, we were talking about Instagram potentially launching an application that is mainly catered towards kids, teenagers, young people who want to own an Instagram account and their parents are worried about the content that they're going to be seeing on this platform. However, we've also seen lots of drama happening with Facebook announcing some interesting reports, statistics and findings about the harms of Instagram on young teenagers, Mm -hmm. you know, when it comes to body dysmorphia when it comes to self-confidence yeah harassment that happens on the platform there were some very shocking statistics i think one of them was two out of three girls tend to suffer from harassment on the platform and suffer from, you know, body dysmorphia just because of the things they see on the platform.
0: Yeah, I mean, just yesterday, Omni and I talked about five leaks that Facebook has knew about, but kind of, you know, uh, swept it under the rug. And one of them being, uh, you know, that Facebook does know that that Instagram can be toxic to teens. But right now, Instagram has hit a pause on its new app that it is creating for kids. You know, amid, ba- amid backlash that they have been receiving recently because of the toxicity that Instagram does hold towards, you know, the adolescents and the upcoming, you know, adults. And, you know, I kind of thought as well that maybe Instagram for kids wouldn't be the best idea. But Omni and I, when we were talking about, you know, yesterday how Instagram was being toxic, I think, right, Yeah, that you can only look at accounts... If you're on Instagram, kids that are in the same age range of you. So let's say, for example, Mm. Omnia, I have an account and I am 15 years old or 13 years old or whatever. Right. The age range is now seven, eight to 12 to 13. Only these people can interact with my account. Only these people can view my account and only I can view people in that range. But again, I'm on the fence with it, Mm. right? Because I personally don't believe any child should have social media.
1: I don't see why they need it. I feel like at this age, especially when we're talking like young kids you know up to the age honestly even 14 you know 14 15.
0: 14 sounds right
1: yeah up until 14 i feel Mm. like you don't need social media platforms you should be socializing in real life you know even even though we're living in a pandemic there are ways to do that safely one thing that made instagram kids or the plans to create Instagram kids kind of gain traction is the fact that it required parental permission to be able to join. You can't just create an account on your own because that was the case in the past and a lot of kids would create an account on Instagram saying that they're above the age of 13, saying that they're old enough to see different content, but they really aren't. And no one would know, you know, because it, it didn't take much to be able to fake that. You just had to change your birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, they were also hoping that Instagram kids would be ad-free just like you mentioned, Hani, they would only showcase age-appropriate content. However, many U.S. lawmakers and advocacy groups have been urging Facebook and Instagram to basically drop the plans to launch the app because of all the safety concerns that have been making headlines.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, we're looking at Instagram you know, uh, becoming a very important app, and it's already become a very important app. But again, when we're looking at the pros and cons yeah. of social media in general pros being well informed, yes, connecting with people, blah 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 blah. But I do believe the cons do outweigh the pros when it does come to social media. Now, if you do you if you do want your child to be connected to their relatives, to their friends, to their family, you have WhatsApp. Mm. If you want them to be connected, there is Zoom, for example. You don't have to rely on Instagram. Now, Instagram, yeah. okay, is social media for entertainment. Correct. I mean, I look at Instagram and TikTok and Twitter for entertainment, maybe Twitter for a little bit news. But again, I don't believe that these children, like if I have if I have children, inshallah. Yeah. Right. I will not give them a phone until the age of 14 or 15. Not because of anything, but that's what my dad did to me. And Same. I turned out great. Right. Yeah. I, I like to say, Baba, thank you. <laughs> I mean, I turned out good. I like to think I turned out great. Right. And even though my dad waited so long, and by the way, I never had khidma service on my phone,
1: cellular network, cellular
0: network yeah. until I was 17. Oh, wow. Right. OK, if I needed something, call if I needed to text, I had a Blackberry, okay. but I didn't have I wasn't connected to the Internet when I'm outside of my house. Now, times have changed 100 percent, but I still do believe that, you know the old ways do work in the new
1: age true 100 i'm i'm totally with that i feel like a lot of people would also agree because at the end of the day especially when we look at these social media platforms you know instagram facebook up until the age of 13 Alleged, you know or allegedly people can go ahead and create an account you know under 13 years old cannot create accounts which is exactly why instagram and facebook thought of creating a different platform for those kids but when and they also are trying to kind of copy what youtube is doing you know youtube has a separate app for kids you know, known as youtube kids where any child under the age of 13 can go ahead and download it with parental supervision um A lot of lawmakers in the U.S. are actually going to be right after the story. They're not going to allow they're not going to stop pressuring Facebook until they permanently pull the plug from releasing this app, kind of to just calm things down. I feel like at this moment, especially with everything that Facebook announced, it's just too early, especially with just looking at the Instagram effect on teenagers. Particularly teenage girls, uh, Facebook has definitely been making very minimal efforts to con- counteract all the impact that this platform has had on these kids. So I don't feel like I don't feel like it's I the think, right time yes. or even the right idea.
0: I think uh, Instagram should indefinitely put it on pause. But that's just my two cents. Four two one five door or on our Instagram at Pulse ninety five video. What do you guys think? Should Instagram kids be a no go or should they continue building it? And you know upping up upping the parental and supervisional controls
1: and if you're a parent would you let your kids download instagram kids if it would be catered towards kids under the age of 13 years old that's something i I'm think youtube to. should
0: be the only thing children have access to
1: yeah i agree because youtube it's it's kind of social media but oh, also it's, it's it's entertainment is, it's content that you're consuming youtube
0: is tv for the new age true
1: let us know your thoughts coming up on today's show if you have been waiting for the iphone 13 we've got some news that the new iphone 13 may just be taking a little bit longer to reach us customers keep pulse 95 locked we'll be right back pulse 95 Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about Apple and how Apple's new iPhone, the iPhone 13, is taking longer to reach customers. And even though I'm pretty surprised by this news, because uh, you know, the i fir- I've seen two people have the iPhone 13 already. We have Monica from work. She does have the iPhone 13.
1: Wait, I'm shocked. Yeah. She does.
0: Yeah, she was one of the. She was the first. She ordered it
1: or she got it.
0: She has it. She has. She's what? using it. What? Yeah. I was
1: just talking to Monica today. Shout out to you, Monica. I wanted to see that.
0: Yeah, she has the iPhone 13.
1: Well, congratulations.
0: And my cousin <laughs> yesterday, he let me know that he got the iPhone 13 as well. So I'm. Does look- he like it? Yeah, it's an upgrade for him because he had 11. Oh, okay. So he does like it a a lot quicker. Mm. Uh, You know, the screen time, 120 hertz, it does make you feel like you're on uh, fast mode. Yeah. And that is a selling point for me, especially because lately Mm. I've been using my phone camera a lot more. Mm. And we do know the iPhone 13 Pro's camera is ridiculously good, especially with that cinematic video.
1: Yeah, you got portrait mode for video as well.
0: Yeah, so we're looking at you know the iPhone 13 taking longer to reach customers, but again, I'm surprised by that because I've seen a lot of people already get their hands on it. Now, ladies and gentlemen, Apple customers will have to wait actually a few months or I uh, sorry a few more weeks mm-hmm. to lay their hands on the new a few iPhone. Months. <laughs> yeah,
1: they'd die, I think, if they had to wait that long.
0: Yeah, I mean, the, I mean, they're going to be making a few more weeks to lay their hands on the new iPhone 13, as uh, you know, supply chain delays and strong demand do lead to one of the longest waiting times for the iPhone in recent years.
1: Yes, indeed. Now, a lot of people have actually uh, been expecting this, especially because of the COVID, COVID times. Mm-hmm. I think it's just been the case yeah. with a lot of things, with a lot of smartphone makers.
0: Yeah, I, I, I believe that the thing is, is happening actually in the U.S. the most. I think in different parts of the world, it is fine. Now, in the United States, which does account for over a third of iPhone shipments, The delivery time for the iPhone 13 series was 19 to 34 days Mm -hmm. in the second week, which was then compared to 77 to 20 days in the first week, which both greater than the lead times for the iPhone 12 series. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, we cannot compare the both because the iPhone 12 was, you know, during the COVID-19 pandemic and we're still during in the COVID-19 pandemic. But but the
1: impact has been less. The impact has
0: been less economically for a lot of people. And now they're able, you know, to, you know, go out and buy valuable things now
1: yes indeed now on sunday a lot of apple and even tesla suppliers i've noticed tesla has been complaining a lot about cars kind of car new car ideas being put on hold because of this uh their suppliers both suspended production at some chinese factories we do know that even though iphones are assembled in california chips are being now made in the u.s they still depend heavily on chinese factories and The production at those factories has been halted for a number of days because they are trying to comply with tighter energy consumption policies. So that is actually putting the supply chain at risk in the peak season for electronic goods on every spectrum. You know, we've we've seen Samsung launch the Galaxy Z Fold just a couple of months ago. Now it's Apple. And I'm sure a lot of phones or industries are actually going to be following up with the same way. But you know, don't worry. They're coming. They may just be late a couple of weeks. So you've pre-ordered them. The delivery will take some time. But nonetheless, especially right here in the UAE, I think things are fine.
0: Yes. Again, we're looking at, you know, the U.S. being the hardest hit to buy it. Yep. I might get my iPhone in the next month or two. And then, you know, I'm, I'm looking at it. I do want to, you know, sell my iPhone, the iPhone 12 I have right now. while it's still sell
1: it or trade it in?
0: Sell it okay. as it still does hold value. At the moment, and uh, you know, if you have an iPhone 12 Pro Max yep. 256, I've been hearing they've been going for 4,000 to 4, uh, 3,500 3, to 4,000, and a lot Killer of shops, price. yeah, a lot of shops in uh, you know the UAE and in Georgia will buy it off of you. You know you're saving a lot if you just go to the apple store
1: yes indeed coming up on today's show if you still use uh, video calling apps to talk and contact friends and family living abroad or even to just work or study from home microsoft teams or zoom which one do you choose because microsoft teams is trying to lure a lot of customers and we're going to be telling you exactly what features have they launched all around what's worth a click and download Microsoft versus Zoom let's let me ask you this question which one do you go for
0: uh, Zoom has you know kicked Microsoft out of the field long ago
1: I wanted to by the way tell you um, remember that secret app that we still have not announced that is kind of through Microsoft. Yeah, now it doesn't really work.
0: Yeah, it doesn't work, but still, uh, Zoom, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the numbers don't lie. Microsoft has dropped a lot after they bought Skype. They thought you know they had um, they had grabbed the video calling uh, scene by chokehold, but yeah. that wasn't the case.
1: So you go for Zoom.
0: I mean, or Teams. So 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 if we're looking at it from a professional standpoint, yeah, a lot of companies they would like to use Teams right true but a lot of and they people, feel it
1: like it's safer
0: yeah a lot of people right normal human beings that are not into companies they like using zoom and I have used zoom with my friends I have used zoom with my family members yep and zoom has become the ultimate you know tool for connecting people during the covid 19 pandemic so we're talking about Literally a year and a half now of everyone using Zoom and Microsoft Teams only for big companies.
1: Absolutely. I've known or I've seen Microsoft trying to kind of leverage their level of performance. They've introduced a lot of features to try and make Microsoft Teams become a bit more personal, encouraging people to, you know, use it to talk to friends, use it to talk to family. But still, I feel like people were still kind of levi or going more towards Zoom whenever they wanted to have. More intimate conversations. Now, for those who are big fans of the app Microsoft Teams, they are adding new features that will maybe make it a bit more competitive against Zoom. So their new features are actually one that is known as walkie-talkie. That's the new Mm walkie-talkie feature that Zoom has actually never had a part of their app. Uh, They're also including the ability to transfer calls amongst devices, to take calls in vehicles through Apple's CarPlay and to even transcribe calls. I think this would come in handy big time for students. Instead of writing notes, they'll just transcribe everything that the professor is saying. It's also going to be able to identify spam calls, integrate contact center software, and make calls to five additional countries through their calling plans. Now, with Zoom, they actually have a lot of those features that I just mentioned. However, the spam service protecting you from spam callers, that feature has not yet come to the normal Zoom. It's available for Zoom beta users, but not everyone gets their hand on it.
0: Mm -hmm. Now, again, I've seen uh, already Zoom being integrated into CarPlay on various vehicles. So, you know, they have the right mindset already. I've used Zoom outside of my home, as well as Microsoft Teams. They're both great products and they're great apps that can be used. I think Microsoft, you know, they fell off the ball long ago when it did come to video calling and they're trying to know, catch up with whatever everyone else is doing. My opinion, Mm. and I've said this many times before, drop all of your other apps they have around six apps for calling different calls different platforms why focus on one thing and one thing only and what already has a household name Skype right <laughs> you already own Skype you already you know you already ruined it now you can unruin it right so can
1: they reverse the damage
0: though they can reverse the damage Skype has already have its name Skype has been used for years before Microsoft, you know, uh, acquired it. I do believe if Microsoft stops focusing on Microsoft Teams, Skype, Skype only, Skype for business, right? Mm -hmm. Skype for business, which, you know, would be uh, catered to a more secure, uh, I did air quotes, (laughs) secure calling. And, you know, Skype, the normal Skype, just for normal people like you and I. So I believe if they do that and stop, you know, focusing on Microsoft Teams, or whatever the name was, right? And then they had another one coming out. Yeah. I mean, you're you're focusing too much. And then they want to acquire Discord for a while. Mm-hmm. You're doing too much, Microsoft. Yes, this is where money cannot buy creativity, True. right? Microsoft has money. And it was the first company to, you know, be a, worth a trillion dollars. Yeah. But at the same time, focus on one thing and one thing only and... You will succeed. And this goes for anything in life. If you keep having 18 plates on your table, you don't know which plate to eat from.
1: Absolutely. Now, for those of you who are still interested in using Microsoft Teams, they are launching, just like I've mentioned, the new walkie talkie feature, which I thought was actually pretty neat. I've seen.
0: It's already been done before.
1: I think the Apple Watches have it, but it's not available right here in the US. Apple
0: Watches have had it it's been around since 2006
1: i know with I know. your
0: motorola razors <laughs> right there yeah. was a thing i used to i used to be obsessed with it when i was a kid all my uncles had when my dad had one they would not call anyone
1: yeah right so it was it's a like phone. it's like a closed group it's a like closed not, not, knit yeah. group where you can kind of communicate through it
0: yeah and it was a cl- and, and you had a walkie-talkie feature it was great but again Stop trying to revive things that have been long dead, right? Nowadays we have voice notes. Mm-hmm. You know? And who wants to transfer information that cannot be replayed again? Good point. See? <laughs> Microsoft, if you want me call me 05 05- no, I'm joking.
1: <laughs> Let us know your thoughts 4215 do it, it's a lot or into our DMS at Pulse 95 Radio. Coming up we're going to the fitting room with amazon because soon enough you'll be able to have QR code driven fitting rooms how do those work and will they make trying clothes become a lot easier and faster keep all five, 5 locked to find out more about it Check this out Check this 95. Let's talk a little bit about shopping and fitting rooms. A lot of the time, people actually would rather purchase lots of items or even items in two different sizes and then try them on at home, return them the next day rather than going and heading to the fitting room to try it on themselves. That could be for a couple of reasons. Some people are still afraid of, you know, Corona and COVID-19 and may be worried that the shop that they're shopping from does not follow all the precautionary measures or maybe just because of the ease of it. They don't want to have to, you know, get take off their clothes, try them on and then put them back on. And it's just it's a hassle. Amazon is trying to change the reality of physical retail stores. They're taking a whole other high tech approach for the fitting rooms featuring QR codes and touch screens. So we've always seen Amazon become creative when it comes to shopping and shopping methods but now there's a new report that is actually stating that some of the measures that amazon is looking to implement would include the ability to browse every piece that you want and be in the fitting room without even having to leave. So you can scan all the items that you wanna try on using your smartphone with a QR code system and just check out. You can try on the piece and if you like it, you just scan it, pay online and you leave. So shop assistants would then even bring you your chosen items to the fitting room for sampling. Let's say you tried on a small and it was too small. You needed a medium. Instead of leaving, you can just scan that you want the small. This will inform the shop assistant And then she can go ahead and get it for you. Now, this is definitely what a lot of people may think of as the fitting room of the future, but it's actually a lot simpler and a lot, it's coming a lot faster than we think. Now, Amazon is also actually planning to include recommendations of what pieces that you may like and bring them straight to your fitting room. So let's say Hani is interested in the color green. So color white color white is so you're a white no
0: because i got my shirt dirty so i (laughs) need a new shirt and
1: he needs a new white shirt and he's standing in the fitting room tried on a large or a medium and it was too big needs a small so instead of having to leave the fitting room you can just go ahead scan me the qr code of the item that you have and the shop assistant will bring that size exactly to you now we've got a text from a number ending with five three three five and they actually highlighted a very important point, which is the fact that this actually already exists right here in the UAE. So Amazon maybe just a little bit late to the game. They said that this kind of fitting room exists in Mall of the Emirates at a shop called That. That. Yep. Not this. No. That that type of shop.
0: That is actually really crazy. I've never heard about that before, to be 100% honest. I mean, I guess that Amazon isn't as innovative as we think, Mm -hmm. and they're not the first as we think.
1: We've also spoken to a lot of uh, different companies right here in the UAE. Some of them have actually been a part of events and been you know, a part of the Sharjah Research Technology and Innovation Park. They were actually creating virtual dressing rooms. Remember when we were talking to uh, the developers of that type of fitting room where you didn't even have to take off your clothes to try on the pieces? They will just automatically uh, show up on your body virtually and you can pick and choose and see what matches and what doesn't, which I think is actually one of the easiest ways to be able to try on clothes very seamlessly without having to spend a lot of time.
0: Yeah, I mean, I just uh, wanted to look up that store, which is called that concept store. Yes. And, you know, they have literally everything, you know, it looks really cool. But again, uh, we're looking at how, you know, the future of shopping is becoming more, you know, related to the technological industry. I mean, we tried out the virtual dressing room in Jitex of 2019. And it was
1: amazing.
0: It was amazing. And also the virtual reality, you know, headset I've tried on at my friend's house, believe Mm -hmm. it or not. And I used to put on obviously not clothes that I could actually buy, but, you know, clothes in the game. And it would show me all I had was a camera pointing to me. So at one point in time, ladies and gentlemen, we will be able to try on. We can already do that, but I'm talking about seamlessly and perfect, you know, in the comfort of our own home. And being able to try on clothes without actually having to, you know, go physically to that store.
1: Yes, indeed. And how many times do you, let's say, pick out a shirt and you just wish the shop assistant, whoever is with you, would just understand your style or what you're interested in, you know? You know, for
0: that I bring like 14 different shirts with me to the, to the, <laughs> to the fitting room just in case. I, you didn't like
1: the fit of this yeah, one. Yeah, or...
0: I've walked around the store countless times shoeless.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah. I've done that. Can't and, you nine. know,
0: it's kind of fun. I only do it when the store is empty, obviously. <laughs> it's kind of funny, you know. But, again, uh, we're looking at how, you know, this is, is the near future. Scanning QR codes. Mm-hmm. And then the only thing, I mean, it would be kind of weird. We're just waiting in the fitting room for a shop assistant to come.
1: Why? I that happens a lot. In I don't know how stores. it is
0: for women, but yeah. for men it's kind of weird. I guess for <laughs> me it's weird. Maybe it's not for men. For me it's weird. Yeah. Like yeah, can I get that? It's not. I'm not feeling it. What are you feeling? <laughs> I think I want something a little bit tighter, tighter. (laughs) You want your biceps to pop out. Oh, my God. It'd be a little bit funny.
1: Um, Amazon is actually planning to start recommending for you certain shirts or pants based on your previous choices. So very similar to what would happen online. You know, when you shop on Amazon, let's say you picked a certain perfume. The next time you're on the platform, they'll tell you, oh, this is similar to something that you've ordered previously. Do you Mm want to go ahead and try it out? So now this might just be happening in physical stores. That Amazon will be,
0: you know, providing. yeah, probably on the app itself. Let us yeah. know your guys' thoughts four two one five Slot or on our Instagram at Pulse ninety five video. We are taking a short break, but when we come back, we're talking all about the iPhone thirteen screen. Pulse
1: ninety five. Check this out. Check this out. Are you planning to buy the new iPhone 13 soon or even have you bought it already? Because if you did, then you better handle it extra carefully this time because Apple looks like it's gonna be making it a lot more painful for you to repair this phone. We do know that the main issue with Apple iPhones is how expensive repairing can be. It can cost an arm and a leg. Mm-hmm. I even, if if God forbid, I broke a screen within any iPhone, I may just be a lot more inclined to buy a new phone rather than go through the price and the process of fixing it.
0: Yes, I mean, uh, you know, the more iPhones start to come out, the more, you know, the newer iPhones start to come out, the more that Delicate. Apple makes it more yeah. harder for someone to fix it, for a third party to fix it, and actually. Funny enough, I was watching a video yesterday regarding the iPhone 13 and, you know, the right to repair movement. Now, a technician, and I do believe the UK, you know, dismantled the brand new iPhone 13 and was explaining how hard it would be for a third party to actually fix it. Mm. So what I'm speculating and my theory is mm. that Apple will say, hey, yes, you do have the right to repair. Right. Mm. But. Who will be able to repair it that is the question who will know how to repair it that is the question because if you break your iPhone 13 screen your face ID will not work if it is not replaced by Apple so Apple again is inclining you to use their services and this brings me to the topic of why touch ID will never come back because Touch ID used to be very easy to replace and I have broken my screen in my iPhone 5S countless times Mm. and I've replaced the Touch ID countless times. And it has worked perfectly ever since.
1: Yes, indeed. And now your iPhone will even catch that you replaced your screen at a different provider than Apple. Uh, One YouTuber, actually, who was he's basically like a phone repair guru. He recently uploaded a new video where he took apart the new iPhone 13 and he dived deep into all the tiny chips that are found in that iPhone. He came up with a discovery that he called it the catastrophic to third party repair, because when let's say you break, God forbid, your iPhone screen, the iPhone 13 uh, screen and you go to a third party any repair store in Sharjah, all around the UAE or even the owner of the phone, you know, yourself. You tried once to repair your mm-hmm. camera or the lens of the camera. If you go and you start to replace the iPhone 13 screen at any place apart from Apple, not only will your Face ID not work, but you'll also get a pop-up on the phone itself that says important display message, unable to verify this iPhone has a genuine Apple display. Mm -hmm. So the phone even knows that you went to someone apart from Apple.
0: Yeah, I mean, it is horrible that Apple does this because we do know the right to repair movement. You know, there's a lot of advocacy around it.
1: And it's been gaining a lot of traction in the past few weeks.
0: Yes. And, you know, they are pushing uh, manufacturers to make repair instructions, tools and even components available to device owners and third parties and it's been gaining a lot of traction especially in the eu so what basically the eu is trying to do is saying hey provide the spare parts to these third-party manufacturers let them repair it and for a lower cost but apple has nope. different things <laughs> in mind let us know your guys thoughts for 215 thoughts or on our instagram at pulse 95 radio Are you fearing that at one point in time, we will only have to go to Apple to repair our iPhones? Or you think, you know, third parties will smarten up and tighten up (laughs) and be able to fix the new iPhones?
1: There is some hope that... You know, with that YouTube guru, he basically found out that some components of the iPhone 13 will work just fine if you replace them at a third party store. So the microphone, the ambient light sensor and the proximity sensor, if you replace them at any other place apart from the Apple store, the phone will work out just fine so i think we just need to be a bit more careful with the iphone 13 and make sure that we are taking care of its screen no matter where we are or what we are doing future talk is sadly coming to an end but you can catch us again same time same place tomorrow and we will be so excited to share with you the latest tech headlines happening right here in the uae and all around the world wishing you a beautiful afternoon and we'll see you again tomorrow
0: same time same place only you're on polls
1: 95 you're listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95.